0: Well, our next guest who's sitting in the studio, Neil, when we first heard about this guest, we thought she's an inspiration. We've got to get her on the show. She's the first Saudi to compete an Ironman race in 2003, the first Arab woman and Saudi national to qualify for the Ironman World Champs in Hawaii, a three-time Ironman World Championship finisher, and she's also a dentist, so there's nothing that she can't do. Uh, Dr. Dina Altayev, thank you very much for coming into the studios of Talk 100.3. It's great to have you in here. Yeah, it's good to have you in. Your story is so amazing. What made you first have the inspiration to to want to become an Iron Woman, Iron Man?
3: Uh, in the beginning, I didn't even know what an Iron Woman is. I thought it was something to do with strength. So I was just uh, kind of jogging on a beach and just chatting to somebody, to a coach that was with me. And I asked him, I was like, what is the, what are you doing for the rest of the day?" And he mm. said, "I'm training people for Ironman." I'm like, "Great. How many, you know, pounds do they lift?" And he's like, "No, no, no. It's not like that." swim, uh, about 4K, cycle 180, and run a marathon. I'm like, never, ever in my life would I do something like that. Then by the end of that summer, he said, okay, why don't you just try and do a bike and run event? And I did it. It was in San Diego. That was like in 2000. And I looked at people going in and out of the water. I slowly leaned in, and I'm like, no, never. Never. <laughs> And then before you know it, I started doing a little bit of the shorter distances for a few years. I thought, okay, well, I'm always I'm, I'm a, um, a person that is driven by challenges and goals. And every year I would say, okay, maybe I can try something a little bit better, a little bit longer, be a bit better, have more equi- better equipment. And 2003, I made the decision to move into the Ironman world.
2: This is incredible. You know, uh, as much as physically challenging it is to do 4K swimming And then come out And ride a bike For 180 Then run a full marathon I mean Many of us Wouldn't be able To even do one of it individually, but to do all three of it, it's more mental than physical, isn't it?
3: hundred percent. It's all mental. It's all mental because any, any type of endurance races that you do, the more time you put on your body, the more your body wants to quit on you. And it's your mind that gets you to the finish line. And it's that feeling of just crossing, you know, the impossible and just conquering yourself and being in control of your body is what makes us addicted and just go sign up for the next one.
0: What, what how long does it take to train for one for someone that's not doing any any real activity 6 months 9 months or about is, a year about, about, a, year. A, year. about okay. a year okay okay and does and it mentally what do you need to prepare yourself or is it just a case of consistency of getting the getting up and getting the job done every day
3: that that is part of the mental training is like just having the consistency of Getting up, especially on days like here where it's hot, you gotta be you got to be ready by six to roll in. See, I
0: reckon the hot makes it easy. It's not like it's minus 15 and it's freezing cold. No, it makes it that, difficult. That, that's, that's what makes you want to stay in bed.
3: Which is true, but then,
2: <laughs> when, when it's so but hot... But there's the
3: extreme too. Exactly. Yeah.
2: You, you end up losing more water. You end up losing more electrolytes. You start tramping up more. And the, the whole challenge becomes like all the more. And you're like, no, it's too hot, forget it.
3: Yeah, but it's the consistency because you can't cheat. You, mm. If you're not ready, you're going to be exposed. And it's going to be quite a painful day.
0: How much does diet play a role in your success of, of being an Ironman?
3: It's a big discipline. It's very, very big. Because it's where you fuel your body during the race. This race takes about 12 to 17 hours to complete for most <laughs> of the people. So 17 hours, you've got to have constantly be eating and drinking. And you've got to train your gut to... Absorb food while you're sweating and running and cycling. that's So it's it's quite a a very very important part. And then what you eat afterwards, what makes you? Yeah. What do you eat afterwards?
0: What's the what's the cheap meal? What's the go to?
3: Oh, anything. burgers (laughs) fries, (laughs) anything. (laughs) Yeah. You've done. And you know, no, hold on. You know, the challenge is to make sure that you eat enough. Wow. Like you get to a point where you're just burning. You're just like constantly eating. So when I go out to dinner with someone, I apologize. I say, listen. I eat a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd be very welcome at plenty of homes. You know, you yeah, yeah, eat everything yeah. on the plate. Uh, but th- that discipline that you've got, that mental uh, strength, how do you take those lessons from, from your journey and use them in, in, in everyday parts of your life?
3: Uh, if I'm ever faced in a challenging situation, I would remind myself, well, I swam in the choppy water and I cycled and I put myself through so much stress and I conquered that. So if you could do that... There's nothing that's difficult for your mind. There is mm-hmm. nothing. It's just you you deciding to want to do whatever you want to do. And also, like, having the resources. You know, you could decide to do something really crazy and difficult, but you don't have the tools or the resources or the equipment or the facilities. Then it, you make your, make it much, much harder than it should be.
2: Tell me something. You know, I mean, we, we talk about this very often, that technology has enabled or helped Non-athletes to turn into athletes Why? Because the variables that we have Mm -hmm. The the measurements that we get to do uh, All of these things Because they're measurable Because they're countable You tend to now compete with yourself As compared to what you were a week back A month back Probably six months back Is it true that it motivates you enough Or is it also a tool for you to see the number and stay No, this is not moving. This is not shifting. How does how does technology then change your mentality?
3: I think technology in the last at least two, three years has played a significant role in all these records being broken. Like all these professional athletes like running, you know, it was was impossible to go past eight hours in an Ironman. And now Mm. it's almost the norm to go less than eight hours because they've got the tools they know exactly when they should eat. They know how well they recovered. They know their performance, and it's all like we're all wired now. Like <laughs> I'm wearing the, a, a wrist uh, device that would just let me know if I'm, but my body's really exhausted, did not recover well, how well I slept, do I need to go to bed early. Is this was this strain too much? Mm-hmm. And it was it's based on like heart rate, your HRV, your glucose monitor. You know if you're like not fueling properly. So technology is amazing. My,
2: my, my next question was this exactly: What all technological uh, equipments are on your body or are on your system?
3: Glucose monitor. Okay. <laughs> <So> th- <laughs> whoop. Uh, go- no, uh, yeah, because you're the watch. first
0: person that's come in and I'm like, you've got two Apple watches? I could <laughs>
3: work this out. <laughs> no, no. This is basically just the, the whoop is just to measure your recovery and right. your strain, yeah. so more than, uh, than just a, and how,
2: a watch. And how, how often do you tap your phone on your CGM to check uh, where where have the glucose spikes Oh, it,
3: it sends you a message. Like, oh, it does? Oh. <laughs> Like one of the very interesting uh, Mm -hmm. devices that I've worn because it will show you if your system is crashing a lot, it means you're not fueling in the way that is giving you a steady energy. And if you don't have steady energy, then how could you ask your body to perform? Uh, you but know, the impossible true. when you're not feeding it what it needs. Well, that, that's been, why I have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I've, I've been <laughs> a fan. good too. Yeah. I'm a big fan of coffee.
2: Yeah. No, I've, I've been a fan of uh, CGM. I've wor- been working with a couple of athletes who are doing long-distance swimmings. Uh, for, for them, CGM is like literally a wake up call every couple of hours that listen this is a reminder your body is not getting fueled properly eat eat well get yourself fueled up and especially for uh, long distance athletes you know this is something that if your mind is not prepared to eat enough your body will not be able to compete enough
3: and and it's very individual what gives me energy might, True. might not, not be work gives, You're right. might not work with you maybe something spikes my blood sugar maybe something yeah. is more steady and I found it interesting when I was fasting it was mm-hmm. perfect wow yeah
0: so, so there is some science to that, mm-hmm. you know, some benefits to it, because uh, you've done so much. But I, I, I want to go back to sort of earlier on, in, there must have been some sort of barriers. You've probably overcome a lot of barriers being a, um, a pioneering female athlete in, in Saudi Arabia. What, do you t- what have you learned about that and those lessons? What do you want to pass on uh, to other young up and coming female athletes?
3: So the biggest thing that I had, I had a big heart and I had a passion for what I wanted to achieve, but I didn't know how to do it and I didn't know what do I need to do. So the how and the what didn't, was not clear for me and that made my journey a lot of trial and errors. You know, where do I need to bike? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What equipment? What coaches? Now, this is pretty- Did you need mentors? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, because, and who... it, because this program has to be very individual. What you can take in terms yeah. of a load is different than, you know, your, your friend or is different than what you get online. Well, not... well
0: who were your mentors? Where was the advice? Where was that, that counsel coming from to be able to have you stay on track to try and achieve your goals?
3: But In my life, I always believe in mentors because I always believe there's someone that is better than you that has gone through all these experiences and then can pass on the knowledge to you. So I had to work with a lot of coaches. Most of them were remotely. And that was, again, a big obstacle because, you know, if they, I had a lot of Australian coaches and or they lived in Canada and mm-hmm. they did not understand what it's like to be yeah, living but, in Saudi Arabia with the sense. weather. That makes sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Go <laughs> <you know, laughs> Yeah, 100%. You know, it's like, okay, go and do a four-hour bike ride. I'm like, no, I can't just get on a bike and just go. And this yeah. is now we're talking, you know, in the 2000s. Yeah. Now it's a different story and they would be like, no, 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 you know, you got to do it. No, I got to do it indoors. So then all my training, 90% of it was Mm -hmm. indoor, which is also another challenge because you don't get the aspect of being either part of a team and also being in the outdoors. The outdoors gives you a lot of energy. But right. then when the race day came, I was the happiest. I had a big smile <laughs> on my face because I was just, I was uh, on door. I no, was just living. Th- the, it, is, it is It
2: is. a community, right? Iron Man is the, the, the way it is all built up. It is a community. You can always reach out to people who are, who have done it, who want to. And, and they, they are willing to uh, help you. There's a friend of mine who does the Iron Man regularly here, lives here in the UAE. And and he's, so many times he tells me, you know, we when we sit across the table and talk about things, He tells me about how people from various countries, you know, you just message... tells me about how people from various countries, you know, you just message them, DM them on Instagram, and they'll be more than willing to help you share where the roadblocks come in and how to overcome those roadblocks. Any significant roadblocks that you faced during your training?
3: Mostly, as I told you, it was mostly just not having uh, the facilities at Mm -hmm. that time to be able to be outdoor and be able to feel, you know, like safe enough in a road that is, you know equipped for cyclists where mm-hmm. you don't get too many cars that come next to you and stuff and so most of my uh, training was indoor that was I think the biggest challenge the other biggest challenge is when you're part of a community you kind of fuel each other mm. that's why I'm a big person when it comes to community like I'll, I'll be part of every race every community <laughs> nice. yeah, every group because I feel it just feeds you you know you all wear the same kid you all like kind of teamwork makes show, the dream work yeah, yeah if you don't show together. up in the morning they'll send yeah, you a message like exactly. hey you, you didn't come today True. But if you're on your own, you're kind of, it's e- yeah. less. You can cheat the system. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Take off the watch. What, Just... what... <laughs>
0: oh, the alarms guy will get rid of it. What's next for you? You've done all this. What's the next challenge that you're looking to overcome?
3: It's a Challenge Roth, and that is happening in about six weeks.
0: Wow, tell me about that. What are the dis- what are it's the distances? An, it's an Ironman distance, a yeah, yeah.
3: so full Ironman distance. But but Challenge Roth is like a a bucket list for me. It's a dream race because it happens in uh, Germany, mm-hmm. and there's about fifty thousand people that come to cheer you. Wow! So you feel like you're part of you're like a, a a professional when we are. No.
2: This is incredible. So, uh, when 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 you're training for uh, an event, how 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 many months before do you get onto a strict diet, or are you on a perpetual strict diet? Uh,
3: not not as strict in terms of strict, but in terms of like, what Measured. do I need? What yeah. do I need to fuel my body in order mm-hmm. for it to perform? Now, the more the volume is not consistent through the year. right. So like now i'm I'm going into the high volume, so don't mm-hmm. I- don't invite me for lunch I'm gonna <laughs> <eat>. <laughs> 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 uh, so when you're the closer you are to the event, the more attention you have to pay to how you're fueling your mm-hmm. body. What food are you feeding right. your body? When you're still early in the season, you cheat a little bit. and, you know, I like. I'm not a super strict person when it comes to diet because you don't have a- to
0: be because you're burning so many calories. <laughs> no, but true. it's
3: but it's the quality of food that you eat. So I'd still like to enjoy life and go to dinner and have a nice dessert and. Um, well, you
0: sound you like Neil. We we call him sweets.
3: I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dentist. <laughs> see,
2: uh, you, see this, this is what it is, you know. I mean, sweets, desserts. If you if you quit them, then what is life all about? Yeah. Go exactly. out and do that extra bit but so you can enjoy desserts. Balance.
3: It's all in balance. It's all in It has to it's be all in balance. moderation. True. You eat, but you're not going to eat that every single day. Very true. But you know, the weekend. I, I believe in balance in life. So I'm. I'm. Yes, I'm training, but that doesn't mean I'm. I become like a lab rat and, yeah. and not see anyone and just ever become so obsessed with training because then you don't enjoy the journey. And big part of the journey is enjoying the people that you have with True you, that. you know, like being, feeling somewhat balanced and somewhat normal.
0: Well, uh, Doctor, thank you for coming in and sharing your story. You've been an inspiration. I think it's incredible to be able to get through any... The only thing that makes me want to do an Ironman is I get to go back to Hawaii. (laughs) Because I haven't been to the big island and I think, I just want to go to Kona. But I've got a a lot more discipline required than that. Yes.
3: I'll meet you there this year. Yeah,
0: and you'll probably tell me, and floss regularly up until then. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations on your success. Uh, Good luck with the upcoming Challenge Roth. When is that, July in Germany? You're racing? Uh, It's June, end of June. End of June. Well, congratulations on all of your success and thank you for joining us on Talk 100.3.